Hello, hello. I am Karen Jean-François, and this is the Women in Data podcast, a podcast where every other week I interview some of the most inspiring women working in data. They discuss how data is used in various industries, share their knowledge and experience in the field, and equip you with tips to help you overcome challenges on your career and feel great. Let's get straight to it. Happy New Year! I hope you had a lovely break. This time around, I did not get stuck in London because of COVID, and that was amazing. But I am so glad to be back today on the Women in Data podcast with Diana Ocano, Managing Consultant for Data and AI Advisory at Capgemini, to talk about how to figure out your next step. What an important topic. I mean, how many times did you wonder what's next, but were unsure of what you wanted to do or struggled to find the answer to this question? In this episode, Diana reflects on her journey to getting unstuck and finding her next role. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Diana. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you with me today. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Me too, actually. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. And I was going, um, just before we jumped on the call, I was going through my LinkedIn and, and I was thinking, when when's the first time me and Diana connected? And I was thinking, did we actually spoke on LinkedIn? And I found, uh, let me go back to it. I, oh, I found wow. a, a conversation <laughs> from forever ago that I had completely forgotten oh, about. Yeah. Let me check. It, it was it was crazy. So you know when Roshin, she said, oh, Diana, she mentioned that she wanted to be on the podcast. Can you have her? And I was like, I know her by name, but I don't think I had actually spoken with her before. And we had. So yeah. are you ready for that? Yeah, I am. 26th <laughs> of June, 2020. After oh. the Girls in Data workshop, so oh. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember about that. You were leading a workshop. Oh on... yes, I remember facilitating one yeah. on Zoom, and this was just like when the pandemic had started. Yeah, so oh. we did chat before. Uh, we just forgot about it. Mm. <laughs> There's the data trail. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we we are going to talk about a topic that's very close to my heart. And it's about really figuring out what you want to do with your career, what's your next step and all these things. And very often, you know, people tend to think that they need to have everything figured out. And that might be the case. That might not be the case, depending on who you <laughs> who you speak with, but that's definitely something that a lot of us struggle with, especially working in a field that moves so fast. Mm. But before we get into this topic, can I invite you to introduce yourself? Sure. So I'm Diana Ricardo. I'm currently working at Capgemini as a managing consultant, so within the data strategy team. And key responsibilities involve really problem solving for clients. And that's an area that I really like and I feel comes quite natural to me. And it's really great with, within consultancy because you get to work on different projects. Although I'm just new, I've only been here for three months. So I'm on my first project, but just speaking like holistically in terms of consulting, you do get to problem solve and thinking about 
how you can solve their problems using data, using technology and really working collaboratively with the client to really get the best results. So I guess we'll dig more into kind of how I found my way there, but I'm just touching upon, I guess, some of the elements that I like. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the most important part of the yeah, job, isn't it? The, yeah. the ones that you liked. But before you moved into that job, basically, you felt like you were not really where you wanted to be. No, yeah, I wasn't. It, it's so difficult when <laughs> you think about your career and I reflect and think about the different roles that I've had. So like over the past 10 years, I have worked in like data research related roles from like tech startups, NHS, media agencies, not-for-profit where I was previously, but like a whole range of um, sectors mm. and applying data because obviously data exists everywhere. And it's nice to have that different experience and solving different problems. That's what I liked. But I guess it's for me also reaching a point where I'm thinking, okay, where, what is my next step and where do I want to go? And thinking about the skills that I have learned across the years, what I felt came natural to me, what I liked. But then also, I was quite conscious when thinking about my next move and my next role that it just wasn't something mechanical that I did. So I think sometimes you can find yourself just jumping to a next role because maybe nine times out of 10 or 10 times out of 10, they're going to offer like a much better salary, mm. similar role, you know, you can do it. It's not much of a challenge. So it's just easy to say, okay, yes. Okay. I'm not happy where I am. I'm going to go and jump and do this role. But I was just like, I don't want to jump and do a role. And then in the next six months, be in the same position again. So for me, <laughs> it's quite funny because when I was just reflecting and thinking about what I wanted to do next, I was thinking about, as I mentioned, the type of skills I like and what I thought came natural to me. So some of the things that I identified was I really like problem solving. I was really interested. I'm still interested in the whole tech ecosystem. So looking at startups and scale ups in the tech space. And I was interested in, I think that part of that and where I was working previously also just opened my eyes a lot more to the venture capital world and how that works. And I was quite interested in that because you do have the element of um, meeting the founders. You get to see the type of problems that they're trying to solve, what motivates them. And I like that interaction, like that people interaction, but also to help them as well get to like their next step. So that was something that I considered as well as a possible role. So is that something that you figured out by yourself? Because I know when I had this big thinking about what it is that I wanted to do next, yeah. and in, in the end, it turned out that what I wanted to do next at that time, that was yeah. that was probably three years ago. Okay. At that time, it was still stay at Cardlytics, but doing something okay. a bit different. But when I was in that moment of thinking what it is that I wanted to do next, It was so messy in my yeah. brain. I just couldn't sort through the noise. And what I felt was that it was very helpful to have, to speak to people in the community to, yeah. to help me with that. So was your first step identifying so these, so you mentioned your things that you like doing, so the problem solving and all these things. Yeah. So was that the first thing you've done? And did you do that by yourself or did you do something else? So that was the first thing I did, like, let's say in my mind, thinking about mm -hmm. that as a first step and then writing it down. But then even those, those are really big areas. It's like, okay, 
great, you know, this is something that I like doing or, you know, it can still, these type of still skills can still be applicable to a similar role that I'm doing now. But it was just also thinking about where I wanted to go to next. So my first thing I do generally, like in life, is I pray about things. It's really okay. important for me. So yeah, from like a spiritual point of view, yes, praying, praying and striving. So then, yes, I can pray about things, but then what am I practically doing to try and get to where I want to go? Mm. So I sought out a mentor and that was, it's funny because we've, I think people generally think about they want to get a mentor because they've heard, you know, obviously stories about how, (laughs) no, it's true about how it's, you know, really helpful and, um, oh, okay, people think there's this perfect solution of how you can seek a mentor out, which I don't think there is one because I think also previously when I have had a mentor, it's just been based on like a working relationship where there's been that mutual respect, Mm. understanding and like values aligned and where you can speak freely with them. And you know that also they're going to give you that honest feedback. So for me, I like that direct and honest feedback. And, you know, I don't yeah. really like beating around the bush so much. So, yeah, I I sought out a mentor and I, you know, I approached him. I asked him to be my mentor and just spoke about why, like why I wanted him to be my mentor, just into like values, integrity, but also what I needed help with. So in terms of, you know, making my next step, I spoke about what I did like, but I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do at the moment. And I knew where I was currently. I definitely did not want to stay there, but I just, I didn't know what, let's say, the future looked like. Like, where where am I going to be? So he gave actually really good advice in terms, which helped me in terms of like process of elimination, I would say. One good advice that I would share as well, which he gave was just thinking about again, like the skills that I liked and the things that I mentioned was to reach out to like companies that I have an interest in or I like what problem they're trying to solve and yeah, reach out to them and see how you can help. That was just a kind of general basis. And he sent me a couple of companies that I could look at. But as I was looking through these companies, my thought process was I was thinking, okay, what type of company looks like they could benefit most from my help? Do I see where there's like a particular gap here where perhaps they are using some data, but maybe they're not collecting their own data, for example? Or how how can I see, like from a strategic point of view, how could data help them go forward and move forward? So I reached out to a company and I just said, you know, I gave an explanation in terms of I'm interested in what they do and why. This is my background and like what I'm interested in. And I I guess I told them where I thought their gaps were and how I thought I could help. So how did you identify these things? Because I love the idea of reaching out to a company and seeing, I I guess it's kind of for you a practice of how you can apply these skills and then, and then learn, learn them on the go. You know, when we're seeing we're training and we're learning, I don't know, a different programming language or in your case, strategy and things like that. Yeah it doesn't work unless you have to apply it basically. So this is a perfect example of how you can actually apply something that you're trying to learn outside of your day to day, but you can't just go to a company and say, Oh, Hey, (laughs) I want to, to help with that. I feel like you can, because the thing is, 
the funny thing was, which I feel like it was a good, let's say, experiment or test or just like an idea to like practice was, I said I like problem solving, etc. But when I looked at some of these companies and let's say did an evaluation, I didn't know what gaps I was going to spot or what sort of company like just doing the research where I thought they could benefit more from my help. So that helped like steer my direction in terms of who I approached. And just looking at in terms of what they did, like a very young company, thinking about how data could help them and then approaching them. And I think it's good and it's bold to be able to, you know, mm. approach them. Like the worst that can happen is like you don't get a response back, let's say. Yeah. They're not the only company in the world. And when I talk about from like a data strategic point of view, I didn't think in my head, okay, this is what I'm looking for after doing the evaluation, I thought, okay, I don't see that they're collecting their own data at the moment. I can see how this would be useful from a charitable point of view, like just different areas that I could spot. And I relayed that to them and said, you know, I could help with this. Da, da, da. So that's how it came about. So then that obviously in hindsight, now I see that's part of like, let's say consulting skills mm-hmm. that came together. But at that time, I wasn't even thinking about that. At that time, actually, I thought, okay, maybe going down the investor route was probably down my line. That's what I was thinking. However, and obviously, as I say, in hindsight, now looking back, I'm saying, okay, this was something that came naturally to me, you know, just in terms of, okay, where's the gaps? Where's the problem? How can I solve it? How can I get them from A to B? Yeah, that's super interesting. But what did you feel like you gained from going through this exercise? What excites me, I suppose? I like problem solving, but being able to do that evaluation, spot the gaps, I think I'm quite good at spotting and seeing where like opportunities lie and like the problem solving, thinking about how to solve a particular problem. Mm-hmm. That's what I realized I learned. But also just in terms of, I would say not forgetting who you are (laughs) and the reason why I say that is because I think when I even after I finished uni and started let's say working in that office type job how I even got my foot in the door initially was by reaching out to someone and saying oh I'm really interested in your company because this is you know the career that I think I might be taking can I come in and you know get some experience and from there you speak to other people and it led to like other opportunities but I think sometimes when you're not in a particularly good headspace, you're not sure what you want to do. Things can feel a bit muddled. You're not sure you're not your next steps. You're not very happy. Sometimes you just forget, I guess, certain basic elements of what you're like, what you can do, how funny enough, how you can actually problem solve your own <laughs> things that you're going through as well. So it's nice also to have that external person which can, you know, see things from another point of view and give good advice to help you along that way. Yeah, I hear that, especially if, you, if you've if you been in a role for a while or in a specific type of roles for a while and you've been doing similarish things yeah you could potentially end up identifying yourself with that type of role so being able to step back and then think of hold on my job is not who I am so that's cool yeah but I guess you know we're talking about this volunteering thing where you reached out to companies to try to help them solve their data strategy problems and all that stuff and that's how you actually realized that consulting was what you wanted to do yeah but this is time consuming and you were doing that aside of your job 
Yeah, I like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. I do. I'm. I'm really not good. I don't function if I'm not challenged. That's one thing I just have to throw in there. My brain just goes to sleep. <laughs> You and I both, if you get bored, like bad things happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm just playing the devil's advocate here, mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, not everybody can have this capacity of taking so much time outside yeah. of their day to day to do things. Cause some people might have children and uh, families and other obligations that we don't know about. But something that you said when we, when we met that I found quite interesting was that one of these pieces of work that you've done turned into something that was paid for, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, one of the companies I reached out to and did this initial piece of work with, I think, I can't remember the exact timeline, maybe six to nine months later or something like that, they did reach out to me saying, okay, thank you for your help with the other previous project. Like we've been approached to do another project. We really enjoyed working with you last time. Um, would you be willing to help us with this? And they mentioned like it will be paid, etc. Like let us know what your thinking is around that. So yeah, that, as you're saying, not everyone does have the time to do things let's say outside workouts like in the evenings or so or maybe like on a Saturday or so but I think within this it just paid off just not even in terms of like oh it's obviously good if something converts into a paid opportunity because mm-hmm. it shows that you're valued but also again I think just show me okay what can I do well because yeah. when you're not quite sure I would say as you're saying like if you're in a role and you're doing like similar things and you're not actually getting to expand different areas of even let's say your your personality or like your talents or skills that you know you really enjoy it's hard to test the waters to know where you're at or like what position you are with with, uh, are you actually good at what you think you're good at or at least have some like credibility behind it so that that was I guess that was reassuring reassuring and like a confirmation of okay this is something that I can do however obviously now I'm speaking in hindsight at that time <laughs> it's true at that time I was just thinking like okay yeah like I I assume or I know I can do this sort of thing but it's finding these type of skills that come natural to you I guess it's like I won't say walking we still learn to walk and obviously it's natural but it's something that you do so you don't really think about it so much to think okay my mm. next job is going to be to walk tomorrow <laughs> for example <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> you are killing me Diane <laughs> that, that's going to be your job for tomorrow <laughs> so, so yeah so as those things are going on you're just kind of you think it's like a confirmation bias where you're thinking okay yeah I know I could do that or okay mm. yeah okay but then you're not thinking about in terms of okay my next role specifically yeah. at that time yeah, and so talking about this next role, so your your current role was your next role, yeah. and then this whole process that you've done helped you actually realize that you wanted to go into consulting, not venture yeah. capital. Yeah. What did you do actually to yeah. land that job after once you've done all this analysis? Yeah, so like my favorite phase <laughs> phrase is it was a process of elimination, really. Okay. <laughs> so. As I mentioned, I was interested in the venture capital space as well. So I, there again, it was just, I guess, grafting, trying to find like opportunities where I can learn as much as possible. Mm. 
fortunately, we had 10 study day leave um, a year or so. So I could use that as well in terms of like just learning what I needed to learn, which was really important. Also reaching out to companies as well and finding like an internship at a VC company, which just really helped me to gain insight into what a day-to-day job could look like. And why I say could is because obviously each firm, VC firm, operates differently. They will have different ways of working, obviously working with different types of people that contributes like the culture, values and things like that. But at least it gives you an insight. It gave me an insight into what the job entailed and what type of skills I would be using. So whilst I did enjoy it and I was learning, I actually, I just really missed working with data. Okay. No, from that from that point of view and from like a specific like you still problem solve but it's just it's very different it's like mm. a very different type of job where I had to ask myself do I see myself doing this every single day and I think also in I'll say the VC space as well it's quite hard in terms of usually you start off obviously something's new to you at um, a lower level yeah and quite honestly I think with my experience and what I know I was capable of I, I couldn't see myself joining at that level either to be honest it just it wasn't pushing me in like the way I needed to be challenged either so yeah I, I'm grateful for the opportunity and the experience but yeah I just thought okay it was good to know though because otherwise I think if I didn't go through that process as well, that could have still been in the back of my mind. Like, okay, this is my next step. And then I could have just maybe, let's say I applied for a job and I got it. And then, you know, a few months down, I'm like, okay, I really can't do this. And then I'm back in the same position. So finding my next role did take, it did take a while um, over a year, but it's up and down. There's frustrations. There's time when you're learning to be patient. There's, yeah, there's times where you're just feeling like, okay, I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's tricky. And I think it's particularly as you're getting older and you just don't want to, it's not like just in your first few years of graduating where you're just thinking about, oh, experience, experience. Obviously you do want experience and you want to challenge, but it's still, the role needs to make sense. And also you want to move somewhere where at least the values of or the culture are generally in line. Nowhere's going to be perfect, obviously. But also for me, I was like, it was important to be working somewhere where I was supported, where I can learn, where I can grow, do some challenging work, have like interesting people to work with. And what, what funny, the word interesting makes me laugh. So when I say interested, I mean like... <laughs> people that have like different experiences yeah you know people may all have like a love for data and technology but maybe someone's come from an academic background maybe someone has been doing consulting all their life or come from like industry from another type of company Mm. but there's different things to learn from different people and it was really important for me to be in in an environment where can really learn from one another but yeah I guess what we're looking for here is a diverse environment (laughs) I I feel like we have some um, similar needs in terms of what we want from from our roles but so what would you say for you where the the key things that helped you succeed in this getting unstuck and figuring out what you wanted to do oh that's a good question I feel like I've covered some of that but I would say not to I'll say generally not to be afraid to come out of your comfort zone 
and not to just do things that I don't know sometimes people are looking for jobs and all they do is go on LinkedIn and if they don't see something they think okay that's game over Mm. it's not Um, and I think also talking to people as well so yes I spoke to my mentor in terms of he helped in terms of like just that process but even like the women in data community for example so like I spoke to Claire and I said you know like I'm looking for like my next role etc even at that time when I spoke to her I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do Mm. yeah I think it just helps sometimes you like you just don't know what will come of it come out of it but um I think being quite open in communication, it's okay not to know as well. You don't always, you're not always going to have the answers. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And people more often than not are actually willing to help. And I think one thing which was quite tricky, actually, when you speak to people and you say, okay, I'm looking for my next role or whatever. And this is where it was tricky because people were very willing to help, but they're just like, if you're specific and you know, then I, kind of know what to let's say help you with or what type of role that you want to do then I can point you in that right direction but when you're at that point in time when you actually don't know it's kind of like <laughs> well um, I can't actually give you like a specific answer at the moment because I don't even know myself so yeah people are willing to help but sometimes if you're as we've been speaking about like becoming unstuck and trying to find what that next role is and the process along that those lines some you're not always going to have that answer Mm. and it's okay and I just think it's more important to spend time also doing your due diligence severe (laughs) due diligence on a company before you join definitely and uh, well thanks for sharing that and to close the episode yeah is there anything that you read watch or listen to that helps you in your career and personal development yeah so there's many things um (laughs) it's like I read random I'll say random articles on Harvard Business Review sometimes Um, one thing that I was reminded of from my mentor actually was Google Scholar and you can look at papers what academics are researching at the moment on any area that you're particularly interested in seeing Mm -hmm. like how far like research has gone so that that's really helpful in terms of just thinking I would say it's such a common phrase saying outside the box, but just thinking and just seeing like what other ideas are out there, what sort of things people are trying to work on, what they're researching, what's going on the academic space as well, because it's quite it's quite segmented from industry as well. Mm. So I think that helps. And then also like just reading like Bible verses as well just helps with I would say the general motivation day to day to like just keep going and there's hope hope beyond me thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today Dana. it was a pleasure to have you thank you yeah it was nice to chat to you as well thank you for having me thank you for listening to the women in data podcast we will be back in a couple of weeks with a new guest until then if you have two minutes it would be great if you could leave us a rating or a review as it helps not only to make the podcast more visible, but also to enhance the content. If you don't want to miss the next episode, follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We are also on LinkedIn. And if you wish to, you can even register to the community for free. All you have to do is head to womenindata.co.uk. 
Have a great day.